Good day and welcome to the Life Loft. I'm so excited to be sharing with you and um, every now and again I will share episodes that I call like call part of the range in the season um, and in the season episodes will be something that although I might not have planned the episode in advance or it might not, not have, might not have been um, a, an idea that I've grown over time it is something that I truly feel that I receive that day or maybe sometimes the day before that I really feel should be an immediately recorded episode because it's currently speaking to me or it's um let me refer to it as manner episodes like episodes that I really feel should be given in that moment it's not something that I should wait on and grow on before I share so today is one of those episodes and um so I really do hope that it'll speak to your hearts and if you are listening to this that it will be a message in season to you as well this morning at school drop-off, I was talking to um, two dear friends and we were just discussing our kids and then, as we often start with, and then um, started talking about faith and different things. And the one lady shared a story of that a friend shared with her. And I think, although it is one specific story in this case, it we will often find that something similar might have happened to you or to someone that you know and you've gone through the same thing. So what she just said is a friend was sharing that she was walking down the street and she just really felt that God was telling her to give someone a hug that was walking towards her, a girl. And as she was doing this, um, the girl she was hugging started to just break down and she just thanked her and said, you know what, I was actually on my way to commit suicide because I just felt so unloved. And in this moment, know that you've stopped me from committing suicide because I just experienced someone was loving me and it's I can get through this. And even though the friend who gave this stranger a hug was questioning um, the Holy Spirit's urging in letting her like act in that moment, um, she just felt that her obedience was so important. And so often we can overlook this. From this story, um, the other lady then shared that she heard something similar. It was someone who worked at a food bank. And she just experienced this urging that she needed to, um, a lady had come by, sorry. So a lady had come by to the food bank where this friend's friend was working. And as this lady who came to the food bank was walking away, her friend just experienced this like urging of the Holy Spirit to just run after her and give her a bag of flour. So she did like hesitate and then she was like, okay, let's just do it. So she took the flour, ran after her and gave her this um, bag of flour. And the lady who she gave the flour to then said to her, the fact that you that gave me this hug and gave me this and came running after me, giving me this bag of flour has just meant so much to her in this day because she just felt it was at a point where she was feeling completely invisible. Um, and she goes on to share a few things on, or she went on to share a few things. And I think the lady actually wrote up a piece about it. But what I wanted to um, just share today is, Currently, with COVID and the pandemic going around, and um, there's been a lot of unnatural situations with regards to interaction and people like your friendship circles haven't been able to meet up as usual, drop-offs and pickups at school even, which is often 
like times to just at least see someone else's eyes and be like, hi, how are you? You know, time to, to gel, um, just hasn't happened. And even like from working from home, so much of the social interaction has been lost. And I think with any situation, there are pros and cons to it. But I think just that I want to say healthy interaction with other human beings have really been kept to an absolute minimum um, and it is no longer just a week or a month or this has become like part of our daily lives now and in a way even an extroverted person or someone who's comfortable amongst social gatherings I feel like is quite empty on interaction at the moment and you can in so many ways start feeling invisible and we start living in ourselves and um, our thoughts are just kind of with our own thoughts. Like you're kind of talking to yourself and rethinking and overthinking and new introductions can of, um, of ideas and how you feel about it is so centered a- around your own being and your own mind at the moment that I think an a result of this is often or can lead to feeling invisible in some or other way. Um, I was walking in the store last week and um, I mean, we have our masks on and you try and accommodate everyone's social distancing. I mean, I've had it a few times now where you actually want to reach out and just take something off the shelf, but someone is kind of just in the proximity of it. So you stand back and wait for that person to finish in like, within the zone of that product before you dare to go closer and a lot of it is actually completely unnatural um but even my store trips like so I'm quite a like an extra not extrovert I don't want to say completely like an extrovert but I'm comfortable talking to people and meeting new people I look for social interaction um although I need time as well to kind of refuel at home and actually take all this inputs and process it like I, I need structure to that so um although it energizes me to be amongst people I need structuring time away from from noise and people okay so but I am I go and look for social interaction I go and look for people moments and even a trip to the store to me is a time where I connect with people even though it is strangers and even that has become not much of a social interaction anymore um I think just speaking from behind a mask like speaking to the assistants um on the floor or talking to the lady who maybe be helping out um at the at the pay point um i like to do the self-scanning so it's not necessarily always talking to a cashier but even the ladies just standing in our um standing there offering help when you do self-payments like a lot of that has been lost because you can't see people even you have to hear someone speaking to you you can't see them speaking to you and in a crowded noisy place like you're quite dependent on seeing someone like speak to you so a lot of that has been lost and um all the screens that have gone up and everything and i've just when i was at at the store i just realized this um the cashier was actually speaking to me granted it's behind a screen and behind her mask and behind my mask and i was kind of like drawn like kind of like immediately drawn back to the moment of of interaction like it's kind of like unexpected 
in a way. Um, and I feel like it's almost you kind of have to get your mind around getting to the idea of actually speaking to other people again. I don't know if that makes sense to any of you. And in that way, I feel like even though I wasn't feeling invisible, to a large extent, I have made myself invisible, if that if you hear me out, yeah, because I have been like talking to myself, like walking through the store, like I am my own conversation. Um, and we can withdraw so much within ourselves. And me, like, and I like social interaction. If this is happening to me, I really felt like this message of being invisible was actually so relevant to today and the time we're living in right now that I wanted to reach out and say, guys, we do not need to become invisible and I don't, I would be sad to hear at this stage that people are at the point where they are feeling invisible. Um, and I want to reach out and say, listen, your friends are missing you. Your colleagues are missing you. Um, and you are not the only one missing out. And I want to go a step further and say, God is seeing you. God is listening. God is in, he is, he's still here. Like, um, I know everywhere church has, church meetings haven't necessarily been taking place and it's a bit more of a schlep and admin moment to kind of get booked, etc., etc. But I want to t remind you that God sees you. He is listening. He is answering. You are not invisible. When you might have moments where you feel that you have withdrawn within yourself completely, and I think it's something that we probably have to go and investigate a bit in, in our own lives, I want to give a few practical points. Um, and this is, I love this field at the moment, or this, this specific topic, or these practical tips. Very often I would be looking for tips in areas that I don't feel competent in. But I was thinking, you know what, this is actually not a, difficult one for me to come up with tips for because this is something that comes to me quite easily so tips to get out of your invisible spot your space of may having made yourself invisible possibly or were you feeling invisible and I think with as with all the social distancing and social interaction that has been limited, I've been so thankful for digital interaction that can take place, especially because we've recently made such a big move, moving countries and moving family from um, one one country to another and getting into new schools, getting into new environments. A few tips. Okay, so here goes. Reach out, go onto Facebook and reach out to someone that you haven't spoken to for more than five years. And I know it feels weird or like you might feel, oh, I might be intruding. But the amazing thing with the social silence is that people are actually quite open to rekindle social interactions that they haven't had or haven't reached out to previously. And we've actually created a lot of social space in our lives. So go and think about it a bit. You know, who is someone that you've actually missed from your life um, because you haven't actually seen or interacted with them for more than five years? Go onto Facebook, reach out, go onto WhatsApp or Telegram or Signal or whatever means of communication you are 
using at the moment and reach out to someone that you haven't spoken to or had contact with in the past five years. Then, those people that you are missing, make a coffee date. Book an hour and use your Zoom, which we have all become so familiar with, or your Google Meets or whichever way you you find that can work for both of you especially if it's across um, country borders this might be challenging because some of the apps work in some countries and some in the other but you know what make an actual coffee date book that time in your mind if you need to set yourself a table or set the um, the tray with your coffee cup and a nice piece of cake and have an actual coffee date where you both show up and you coffee and cake away while you're talking on the screen and seeing each other and because I think some of the interactions we try to keep going we make the mistake of just trying to phone the person and then they're actually busy with something and although there's a space for that I feel like we are missing out on the deeper conversations on the actually spending time together and um, the sporting events are back up another way to do it is you know if it's someone from far away if you're in hard lockdown watch the game um, while you are whatsapping like actually say listen i want to watch the game with you we'll be in two different spaces or places but let's link on we get to comment to each other on whatsapp or telegram or whichever method you you typically use um so that's another one then something else um having to deal with different time zones um and precious friends across the world i have actually come to the conclusion that you shouldn't like try and think up when would suit someone else's schedule. I have an app on my phone or just it's a normal clock app that I've actually entered and as a standard now I have on my world clock. Most phones have that functionality. On the world clock you can set different time zones that it shows you the time all the time. So what I do is if I have a moment, a breather, I literally go onto my world clock and check, quickly check, you know, is my friend in Perth, can she talk like right now? Or is it a totally, like, is it sleep time? If it's not sleep time, like time that I actually know she is asleep because it is night time and I can talk, I give her a call. And we've just agreed now that, you know what, don't try and prearrange normal conversations. Just phone. I have the freedom to answer or not answer based on whether I can. And she has the freedom to answer or not answer based on whether she can. And then if she's not able to answer, she will just quickly send me a message or even hours later and say, sorry, I was busy, busy with the baby, but you know what? I'm actively trying now. Let's see within the next day. Like if you've got a time, phone me. If, you've, if I've got a time, I'm going to phone you and let's get that chat going. So do those impulsive calls. Like I feel like more than ever, now you have the right <laughs> to say, you know what? I am in this moment missing this friend. Give her or him a call. Like that is absolutely allowed at this stage. Um, because I think in, in that way, we are reintroducing our social need to interact. Um, and then with children in the house, also I want to encourage you recognize their need for social interaction. They have missed out on so much play and friend time and 
maybe ask your kid, you know what, you haven't seen your friend for a while or you haven't been to school for a week. I know some countries have gone back into quite hard lockdowns and kids had to immediately, you know, start staying home again. And But speak to your children and ask them, would they like to contact a friend? You know, um, as much as I... Um, allow my children time on on devices. Um, we, we we are quite strict on not allowing them communicational freedom um, via devices, so they don't have the freedom to just phone their friend or you know book a time to have a call or have a Skype meeting or whatever. So ask your kids. You know, would they like you to book them a? Uh, uh, a digital playtime with one of their friends that they might be missing out on. And then, you know, arrange that time with the mother um, where both of the kids will have access to a device for that period of time to actually communicate with each other. And then I think the big thing here is as well, then they won't start looking for it in other areas as well, which I think that, you know, a lot of the online gaming, etc., has become a bit of a problem, especially with the teenagers. Whereas I feel if we give them, because everyone has that need to interact, if we give them the, um, the, the tools to actually link up with friends and just touch base, maybe they would also be a bit more keen in staying away from dangerous um, ways of interaction. Okay, so those are a few ideas, and um, then the last one, and I think this has like been such a interesting subject or an interesting area or tip. When things start opening up, and if you are in a place where you can have a small gathering, or you know, one or two friends are allowed to see each other. You know what? Start using that. Start making use of the freedoms that do become available. And I'm not saying go overboard and have a party every day and what have you, but intentionally plan in social interaction again. Because as much as we think it's just going to flow back, I am aware that for a lot of people, it's going to take very intentional and active interaction and planning to get back into a social, healthy social interaction and a space where they feel that they can link with friends again. So when things open up, challenge yourself to invite a friend over for a tea in the garden or, you know, to go for a walk together where you can and really do it to interact and not just to go on the walk or um, just to have the tea party, but really, really to check up on each other. And when someone is on your heart or you have, a, you, I sometimes just like out of the blue, start thinking of someone or um, dream about that person. And then I'm actually challenging myself to, in especially now, reach out to that person, even if it's just a hi, I'm thinking about you, you're on my mind and know that I am praying for you as well. If there's something specific or if you want me to pray for something specific, you know, let me know. I'll be putting you on my prayer list um, for the next week. You will just know that I am praying for you. So, you know, I, I feel like that is what I wanted to share today. Um, whether you have put on the cloak of invisibility or whether you feel like it has been thrown upon you, please be reminded that you are not invisible. 
our situations are different, our family structures are different, but you are loved, you are missed, and it's time now to start stepping out consciously, intentionally, um, and on your level that you need it at, start interacting with some people, even at a distance, it's possible. Thanks for spending some time in the life loft, and I hope this message or this um, this share time of sharing is will leave something with you. And if you are not at all feel like you're wearing the cloak of invisibility at the moment, I am so happy, and I really feel and and hope that it is um, something that you will look out for, though. However, to to take off and just be aware that some people really are feeling this way and maybe reach out to those people in your life that you might have might have been overlooked um, because they they might be wearing this cloak of invisibility mentally and we can do a lot for the people we love and the people we interact with have a great day and a great week and i'm looking forward to sharing with you again soon Goodbye from the Life Loft. I'm Amya and seeing you soon again. Bye.